Are you ready to open your private practice this summer and make the leap into entrepreneurship? Introducing Make the Leap, our new offering by the Successful Nurse Coaches. Make the Leap is a four-month group coaching program that is designed to help you create your first paid client. Join our experienced lead coaches, Sean and Amy, as they guide you through the Successful Nurse Coach Method, helping you create your first paid client in 30 days or less. Not only will you get access to our course that teaches you all the things on how to create clients in a non-icky way, will also be personalized mentorship, weekly group calls, and actionable steps to launch your business from just beginning into the Paid Coach Club. Since we are not running new mentorship groups this summer, we didn't want to leave those of you who are ready to begin hanging out in space waiting for the next group to start. This group is a great way for new coaches who have yet to begin their coaching practice or for coaches who have five paid clients or less. This is the most affordable way to work with our team. So be sure to check out the link in the bio. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. Today, it is Laura and Tammy Hurst, and Tammy was the runner-up by a lot in our no challenge. And so I can't wait to dive in and introduce her. But before I do that, I want you to put on your calendars, the holistic goal setting workshop. It's is going to be Friday, December 15th from 11 to one. We have 150 people registered. These are all nurse coaches kind of setting goals for 2024. Shelby does a different take on this. It's a much deeper experience than like a vision board or uh, just goal setting. This is going to be a, a, a a deep transformational opportunity to settle in with a huge group of people and figure out your goals. And it's free. We're gifting it to our community this year. We usually charge $100. Um, all right. Tammy is one of our June 2023 mentees. Her lead mentor is Amy Frame. And holy smokes, I am blown away that five months in, you kind of did what you did, Tammy. Oh, my God. Hey, um, it's funny, just like receiving that challenge, I was like, oh, do I want to do this? Yes, I'm going to do it. And so, you know, challenge, I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. (laughs) What you just said, give me a challenge and I'm going to do it is the exact reason why we gamify things in coaching. Because some of us are, we have a competitive nature. This is an, an, an extrinsic motivator. It's incredibly fun. It pushes you. And for some people, we don't like it. We don't want to be pushed that the gamification doesn't work. And you guys will figure this out with your clients as well, because you can gamify things with your clients. But when I talked to Amy, she, well, we looked at your numbers and immediately we knew we were going to have the the winner on the podcast. When I saw your number, I was like, well, Tammy has to be on our podcast too, because this is really insane. And so her, your number that you got was 843. And I just want to read to you guys what the rules were, just so you can get an idea of how much she did. So this is a point system. You got one point for being ghosted, not getting any answers. You got five points for a no to a powerful conversation or a proposal. 
five points for a note with an invitation to a powerful conversation or a workshop, 10 points for a no that followed an actual proposal. And you must say the price for this to count. Tell me more. Like, tell me, uh, tell me, okay, let's start from the beginning. The challenge came out. You decided you were going to go for it. What was your strategy and how did you start? Okay. So the, what I, the very first day of the challenge, um, I, so October 15th, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm this thing. I was like, I went through and I immediately hit 45 people that I had asked before. So people that I had Facebook yeah. months ago who never responded or whatever, I kind of went back through them okay. and asked them again. I started to record everything. It took like three hours. I was like putting people's names down and like the response and then a date and things like that. And that just took three hours. And then I was exhausted. And I was yeah. like, this is like, this is crazy. This is going to be so challenging. I don't know if I want to do this. And um, I set it down. I set it down for probably two weeks, maybe even a little bit longer because I think that, so from those 45, I walked away and about 10 days, 10 or 11 days before the challenge ended, I decided, no, 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 I'm going I'm to do this. Wow. And so I, I went in hard at that point. So went back through all those people who didn't respond to me on those 45 and hit them again. And then, and of course got some responses and a lot of ghosts. And then I decided, um, I still work at the hospital. So I just started hitting every single person um, I worked with. I would look at the board of who was working and I'd write it in my phone. Um, and so I'd write their name down and their answer. And then I would go to postpartum, the other unit, and I would do the same thing and hit all wow. of those. It just became a focus of mine to hit every single person. And then of course I went back on Facebook and started, I, I literally went <laughs> starting with all of my friends. I just like found my friends and just went down everybody and started asking everybody to uh, a powerful conversation. Wow. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about the first 45. Okay. Let's talk about the exhaustion <laughs> because messaging 45 people inherently as a task on its own isn't, isn't crazy for energy, right? Like it's three hours of admin work, but let's talk about the actual, what actually happens in our body and in our thoughts when we do something like this. So it's, it's really funny. I, um, even when I was proposing to people, I would say, I'm not used to the word. No, I'm, I'm a, the, the youngest of three. I always heard the word. Yes. Like I was given everything I was asked for as a kid. <laughs> and so no is not comfortable. For, it really isn't a comfortable word for me. And so when I started to, like, I would hear the Facebook message like ding, and I would look, my heart would start racing and I would see the no. And I'd be like, I know this is what I'm supposed to be asking for, but it was really, really hard to receive. So yeah. it was almost too much. Like I was like, I know I'm supposed to receive the no, but I I actually hate it. Like I hate hearing the word no. Yeah. And that's what was so exhausting. I, sh I felt like I, I, I couldn't keep hearing the word no. Yeah. Well, what does the word no do for you? Like where, what does your brain make it mean? What are the, some of the thought trails that were the result of these no's in your inbox? Oh, it's, it's super simple. No means failure. It means that I don't get what I want. It means that you are turning me down. It means that I'm not good enough. It means I don't know what I'm doing. Like it's all the things negative that I decide to apply to myself. Oh, 
I know that one. <laughs> yes. Right. So it means so you're being rejected. Maybe you're not a good coach. This isn't ever going to work. Uh, like all just so many thoughts and hence the exhaustion, right? Because right. you're you're writing emotions that were inflicted because of the action that you took. Right. Right. And I, I think part of it is to coaching is so personal, right? It's not like I'm selling a product that I'm like, hey, try this product. This is really cool. You're going to love it. It's like, trust me <laughs> to talk to you and open up and we'll work together. Like it's so, so personal to me. And I feel so, so strongly about it that when I hear no, or at least originally when I was hearing no, it was just, it was a rejection. It was like, no, 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 not you. You're not, you're not worth my time. You're not good enough. All the things that I equate with that word. Yeah. So you made it, you assigned meaning to the no's in the beginning. hundred percent. Through this exercise, has that changed? Yes. Tell yes. me how. I don't know when it shifted for me, but it was definitely after I decided to dive back in and just like, because there's that thought like, I'm going to ask her. I don't want to ask her. Just do it anyway. Like, just do it. Just do it and find out what, what happens and what's, what clicked all of a sudden. And I think you guys have probably even said it and I don't know. Sometimes it, it doesn't absorb immediately, but like yeah. when somebody says no to me, it's a no to themselves. It's not a no to me. It has nothing yeah. to do me. And so it, it just becomes this thing of like, I get it. Like I get saying no to yourself. I've said it to myself before, but you're not, it's not at all about me. And almost now when I hear the word, no, it's, there's a little bit of a relief. Like, okay, I can move on from you. Like you're not in my head anymore. Of Like I need yeah. to see if this person is interested. And so it, there was a huge release when I realized it has nothing to do with me. Mm, yeah. Yeah, we talk about that, like, and you, you mentioned this, that you can hear something, but it doesn't sink in until you experience. This is an experiential transformation that, and the only way to, to change your relationship with no is to do what you did, is to, like, in that split second, you see the woman, you're like, I should ask her, oh, I don't want to, because I don't want to feel rejected. I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to, I'm already having a tough day. I'm already tired. I don't, I'll do it another time. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I've seen lots of nurse coaches do that for a year. I mean, you know, that's, that's it. I would do yeah. that. Like I would come yeah. to work and be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't hit her. I'm going to, I'm going to do it the next time. And so yeah. I would really make a point. I think I even had stars, like an asterisk by yeah. people. Like I was a little bit nervous to go to, but the other thing, Laura, that I thought was so fascinating about this whole thing, I was sure about the people that would say no. And I was sure about the people would say yes. And I was a hundred percent wrong almost a single time. I was like, when they would say no, I'd be like, really? Like, I really thought she'd like want to coach. And the ones that yeah. said yes, I was blown away. I just yeah. really thought they were a no. So and that even made me feel better, right? It gave me that like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Like, yes. I have a clue. Let me just throw it out there. So it did. Yeah. There were so many kind of like, aha moments of like, okay, there really is something to this just asking and asking and asking and letting other people determine the answer and not me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so good. So one aha was that whatever like you thought about other people was almost always wrong, which is so funny because the people that you, you think, this is another way that I, I find this really funny, is that 
someone will end up in your inbox and want you to coach them and you've never seen their name. They've never commented on your post. They've never given you any love. And they'd be like, I've been looking at your posts for years and I'm finally ready to be coached. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's my coach wasn't lying to me. Like people are watching. And, and just realizing how much our brain projects a distorted reality that we then react to when we wonder why our practice isn't working. So, so true. So I feel like sometimes I'll, I judge myself based on likes, right? Like I'll, I'll, I'll put a post out there and it gets a ton of likes. I'm like, awesome. That's great. And then the next day, week later, I put out another post, it gets 20. And I'm like, okay, this is clearly not hitting and I'm doing something wrong. And I have no idea who I'm targeting now because nobody's responding. And then I'll go to work and someone will go, I saw your post and totally resonated with me. Totally, But they didn't even like it. So that's just more reassurance that I know, even though people aren't liking it or commenting, they're, they're watching and they're hearing. Yeah listening and I keep posting for those people. Yeah. Well, and then similar to the nose, like making people do this all the time in social media. And I was just on a call with a mentee earlier about this. There are so many seven figure coaches that have 500 followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And there's so many struggling coaches with hundreds of thousands of people on Instagram. Right. Like the online world and how it looks does not equate to money or success. It, like not at all. And I, I get to see that because I'm on the other side of it. So I have lots of nurse coaches in our community that, that everybody thinks just has it together. And I know they're struggling and other nurse coaches nailing it that, that kind of, nobody really notices because it's they're just a different way of being. Um, but even like I, I want to hint towards the same feelings of worthiness around social media around being visible so that if the post gets a lot of likes, I'm okay. My business is going to work. People like me. Coaching is good. And then you get your two like posts and you're like, that's it. Nobody's watching. I suck. Nobody wants to see my stuff. Oh my gosh. Look at my colleagues reel. It's so pretty. There's so much music on it. She's got so many likes. Like that is so similar to the, the no, like the, how we make up stories in our head about reality. And we just constantly are seeing that it's not true at all. It's the opposite, actually. The opposite. Um, who said yes that you were most surprised by? And you don't have to identify them, but just tell me, like, who really surprised you when they said, yeah, I want to I wanna coach with you? The people that I feel like have really strong personalities, my thought was that they would come off as absolutely not. I'm, I don't want to share anything. I wouldn't do that. Um, and the people that were super open, you know, that I, that I, that I envision, I guess, as an open person is, would say no. So those people that with a really strong personality that I was sure they wouldn't be interested in any, those are the people that said yes. Wow. Yeah. So you noticed a trend. I did. I did. And then I started to think like, how does this make sense? Um, and I'm like, I have a strong personality, right? So I'm thinking, and I would have been all over this. I don't care if I wasn't, co like I'm interested in learning something new. So maybe that's the thing. And I, I'm trying not to define it because everybody is different and, and yeah. who knows who will decide to coach. But some of the people that I, that I think even, even more so that's the, the yeses, the noes that I was sure would say yes, those ones were even more surprising because it was like, 
they're so open, right? They're so open and honest and, and willing to share. And then when it came down to, Hey, you want to, you want to spend an hour like coaching and, and learn about what I do? And it was like, yeah, no. It's <laughs> like, yeah, this is so interesting. So, um, really it's like a social experiment. Go. Yeah, totally. Totally. It was, it was just like one of those things where I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm watching podcasts. I'm, I'm, um, you know, following the preceptorship and the successful nurse coaches. Like I'm watching yeah. all the things I'm defining who my ideal client is or who I think is going to want to coach with me. And I'm completely wrong. I'm just completely yeah. wrong. That to me is almost more motivating because it's like, I, if I'm, if I was getting all the, the no's that I thought were no's and the yeses that I thought were yeses, then I would think that I could define who I'm going to talk to next, right? I get to decide because all it'll be predetermined. I'll be like, she's going to say no. Right. So like, I'm not, right. So now it's like, I have no idea. So let's just do this. Let's just do this. Yeah. I have no idea. So I'll ask. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's like this whole thing has been like tricking my brain and to be like, okay, why do I want to do this? And to be completely honest when I was doing this thing, I wanted to be on the podcast. <laughs> that was my number one focus. Every time I got a little bit nervous, because I feel like I'm at the point in my business and I could be wrong because I think of all these things that I'm doing right and, and they're not necessarily right. But I feel like, okay, right now, what feels good is to focus on exposure, right? Like I've, I'm putting posts out there and connecting with people I've asked. I feel like everybody I know. And so now it's like, okay, Tammy, just focus on like getting exposed. So that was why I was like, I'm going, I'm going all in. I want to be on this podcast. And so every time there was that reservation, I was like, no, no, no. I got to be on this podcast. I'm going to just do this thing. So focusing on that really helped me like kind of move away the, the, the fear of asking someone that I was sure was going to say like, like, yeah. no. And then, and then I feel like I start to question myself. Well, like, why are you worried about saying no? If you, if someone's saying no, if you feel so strongly about what you do and I do keep reminding myself like, no, this actually is helping them. It has nothing to do with me, right? Like it has nothing right. to do with me. It has to do. And I, and I keep that whole Motrin in my, you know, Motrin yeah. in my, they have a headache. Like, of course I'm going to offer them the Motrin. So I really try to keep that in the back of my mind whenever I'm a little bit nervous to ask. Yeah. Yeah. It's so you've done this pretty quickly. So you've kind of shifted from self to others and from uh, like concern about your business and making money to how can I serve my community fueled by exposure is good. If I do a lot of this, I'll get exposure. I love that because that means that you're aware that the more visible you are, the easier everything that you do becomes. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. so that's totally been my focus. And um, that's why I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> What was the result? What happened after this insane amount of activity? Um, so I got a, a bunch of no's, um, a bunch of ghosts, which I, I also find kind of fascinating. Like, um, just tell me no. I even reached back out. There's many people out there that I'm sure are yeah. so frustrated with me because I've annoyed them so many times. But like, I got 36 yeses, um, which oh, was... Wow almost, um, 
it was almost like, just like, okay, whatever, like, whatever. I got the yeses. It wasn't even the focus. Um, and so that, so when I was asking people like, Hey, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'd love to give you an hour of coaching. However, if you're not interested, totally own your no right now. I'm totally okay with it. And they'd say, yes, I'd be like, oh, no. Okay. Let's, let's coach. It was almost a surprise because I, I just, presented myself as expecting them to say no, right? And yeah, that was a I'm in a, I'm in a challenge and I'm trying to win this thing, but also that it, it it protects me a little bit, right? Like I'm a little bit protected by the fact that like I'm already telling myself they're gonna say no. So if they say yes. no, no hard feelings. It's totally fine. It's what I expected. It's what I want. So the yes, the 36 of them that came through were shocking because I wasn't I wasn't prepared. I wasn't expecting them at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so interesting because I think part of what you just described is sales psychology. Because if you think about if you deeply desire to have a yes, um, then there's a, a attachment to the outcome. And with the attachment to the outcome, I think that our vibration gets skewed. Like the true essence of who we are and who we are as a coach gets skewed by something. And I think that clients can smell it or perceive it. Like it's a it's hard to to like, this reminds me of like a used car salesman. I yep. bought a, a brand new convertible Mustang once at, at a lot because the guy who was selling it to me didn't care if I bought it. And it was kind of like, well, why don't, aren't you trying to like make me buy the car? Well, I'm going to buy the car. <laughs> so it's so true. You can yeah. smell them from a, a million yeah. miles away, right? Yeah, no, I, I yeah. totally, I totally agree with that. And I feel like now um, because of this whole challenge, like on these, my proposal calls, I'm almost expecting a no. Cause it's fine. Like it's again, if you're not ready to work on yourself, totally fine. But like, there's no more nerves. Like I'm not nervous to propose at all. In fact, oh, I'm wow. forward to it. Cause I'm, I'm not, I'd like to fill space. So being this whole thing with coaching and, and, you know, holding space and being quiet and, and that that's been challenging for me, but like, presenting the price and just nothing. It's almost, again, it's almost like a challenge, but I feel really good because it's like, it lets people own where they are. Yes. Like, what right. does this mean to you? What does your life mean to you at this moment? Right? Yeah. And so to me, I feel like when that happens, I'm giving them back total control and total power of what they decide to do with their life. feels really good. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's true empowerment. So you're empowering them even through the proposal process. Like yep. the, the whole two hours that you spend the proposal, it's not even about the money because you know you've left a lasting imprint on their life because saying no can be the beginning of a transformation for someone as well. Right, yeah. How, how many proposals had you done before this? Because I want to I get an idea of like the c compare and contrast you before no challenge and Tammy after no challenge. Don't know an actual number, uh -huh. but in this, just in, in November, I mean, I've, I've had what, at least one powerful conversation with 14 people. So some of those people have, have gotten a second hour and, and some people just yeah. the one. I feel like just this, just in November and not even the full month, it's been just kind of the last two weeks, the amount of coaching that I've done in one, this has been the most I've done in a, in a month, just because there's yeah. just been the volume is so high. It's been, my calendar is full, which is awesome, right? I'm just constantly yeah. 
coaching. So that feels really, really good. And that whole like, you have to ask a hundred people to get possibly 20 yeses. And then those dwindle down to like how, you know, whatever. But right. the, the numbers actually work, right? Yeah. Because you do have to talk to this many people. You have to ask this many people to, to get to the yeses. And so that, that I remember hearing the numbers and they just sound unobtainable in the beginning. Yeah. And I feel like I remember telling Amy one time back in the beginning, I was like, I've asked everybody that I know. And <laughs> she's so good about like, okay, yeah. well, <laughs> is, is that true? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it feels, it feels true. Does. And then with the, it's funny, the challenge starts and suddenly there's this whole array of people I have not even thought of approaching. And even still, there's still people like still people will come. I'm thinking everyone on my block right here. I've not gone to one of those people. So it's like, yeah. there's all of these people in my neighborhood that I still have the opportunity to connect with. So I feel like even when I think there's, I've, I've exhausted it. There's still more people. There's still more people. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, a different way of seeing possibility in your practice. Mm -hmm. And our, our possibility is so small through these rules and lies about reality that we, t we tell ourselves. And then we come and tell our coaches, like, I've asked everybody that I know. And it's like, it feels true when you say it. It does. It really, really does. And then it's the like the lies that the people that you don't want to ask, you don't include in the people that you quote unquote know, right? Right. They're yeah. off the table. So it's like bringing those people back into it. I remember in the very beginning, like I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm definitely not going to coach or ask those people like this group of people or this group of people. Yeah. And now I'm done with that. Like I'm done with that. Like I like, I feel I'm like I'm at the point where I will coach anybody. Like I don't, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, um, the status you have. Like that was a big one, right? Like I don't want to go right. to talk. That's really scary. It's not scary. And I equate it to the, the, I said this in our mentorship call today. I was saying that like, it feels scary when you're coaching somebody who quote unquote is smarter than you or knows more than whatever the status, but it's like, it's like starting an IV, like you, you might have a doctor as a patient and you're like nervous because you're going to start an IV. And then you're like, but they don't know how to start an IV. Like they don't start IVs, right? Right. Like, right. I have a skill that I'm really good at. They don't know how to do, right? And so I'm going to do it. So I feel like if you start framing it in a way that like I am an expert in what I do, it does not yes. matter what other person is, right? Then that makes going into asking someone to coach a lot, lot easier because I, there's oh, the confidence. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I like what you just said. I am an expert at what I do because mm -hmm. I know as a newer coach, it can feel like, well, I'm just a beginner. So I want to just try to ask all the people that I'm not intimidated by at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's so weird. And then you realize, what is this hierarchy of human beings? Like, what, who, like, if I assign numbers, what are the doctors? Are they an eight? And then the nurses are a seven. And then my high school friends who don't really have much going on in their lives, are they like a three and they're safe, but the sevens aren't safe? And like, what does it all mean? It's so bananas, like all the hierarchy of pedestals that we project into the world. I think that for a lot of us, coaching was the first opportunity to even notice that about ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. And it's yeah. so 
it's so freeing. There's such freedom. Oh, yes. Um, and I feel like now in the beginning, it was like, I don't know. I don't really know what coaching is. Like, I don't know what I do. I just know what I do when I'm doing it. And so yes. it's a really difficult thing to explain. And it's so much easier now. Right. And then, and, and then if there's any sort of like, uh, something's not clear, it's like, let me coach you. Like, let me show you what it's like so you can understand. Yes. Right. So there's just, it's opened up so much more in me that I didn't realize was even there. Um, oh. that I didn't even realize that I was afraid of. Right. Cause I yeah. feel like for the most part of my life, I've been, I mean, I've been a nurse for almost 30 years. So that I'm super confident in. And there was so that lack of confidence is very unfamiliar to me. So starting yes. really weird because like not, not being sure. And now I feel like, okay, this is, this is the Tammy I know, right? The one that feels confident in what she's doing. And, and it's such a personal connection that like setting expectation, you can't set an expectation because every single person is different. So like hoping for the same result in another, it doesn't even make sense. Like it's, you are going to serve this person at this time, at this moment, and it's going to affect them in the way that it affects them. And that's it. Yeah. Right. You articulated that so beautifully. And um, I love how you said this is the Tammy that I know because it requires us to be new and yeah. to feel vulnerable and to be unsure and take action anyway. It's heroic. Like what you did is heroic. What you did is what a lot of human beings won't do. And um, it's so interesting because if you think of nursing, what uh, your L&D, Tammy? I am. Yeah. So LMD would terrify me. Right. <laughs> so like I think about I was ICU that terrified me, too. But like being a new nurse, legit lives in our hands. Yes. And and that was scary. And we all did it. We figured it out. We did it getting paid a lot less than we get paid as a coach. Yep. <laughs> and then we start a business in where we talk with people in the way you just described where it's at that moment, it's the thing that they bring up. The thing that happens is out of our control. We just hold our space and do our thing. Nobody can die. <laughs> and we're, and it's 10 times more terrifying in all these interpersonal ways we weren't even in touch with. So, so true. Like, yeah. So true. And I don't know because it's hard to remember being new as a, as a nurse just because I've been doing it so long. Yeah. But you're exactly right. Lives are in our hands. Like medis medical mistakes are a thing. Yeah. They're going to happen. Like we're human. It's going to happen. We've all done it. And this is just so much scarier in the beginning. And nobody's going to die from coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> so you want to coach? Okay. I want to ask you some more questions because, um, it, was there is there any way this could have been easier or softer for you? The challenge, or yeah. or or getting like the the results that you got from the challenge. Like I, I don't even we're not even going to talk about who said yes and how much money you're going to make. That's that TBD. We'll see. Um, because there's so many more factors that determine the value of what you did besides hmm. that. Uh, the amount of hours that you coach, the amount of people that now know you are a coach, like that is freaking huge. You just planted so many seeds in your community. Now everybody doesn't see you just as Tammy the nurse. They see you as Tammy the nurse coach who seems really confident and, and isn't afraid to invite you into co coaching conversation. So you've had all these amazing ways that you've grown. And we've had a lot of people not do the challenge 
and, and not have these this type of growth, even in a year of mentorship, because I think they're trying to find an easier, softer way. Mm. Do you think there could have been an easier, softer way at all in this experience? And I'm open to being proven wrong, too. So an easier, softer way. Well, so the, I, I think the the whole idea of collecting those is not easy. Like there's yes. no there's no easiness in that. Like hearing right. that doesn't feel good. Right. Uh, so to me, I, I can't, it's almost like if it was easier and softer, it wouldn't have had the same impact. Right. Right. Like, yeah. So like that exhaustion that I felt that first day, like I, I was mad the next couple of days. Like I was just like, I am a competitive person. This just feels like a lot, like a lot to take in and absorb and, um, and protect, right? I want to protect myself. Yes, protect. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, but then I'm not going to get what I need to get, right? It's not going to push me to do what I did. So right. I don't think that there's an easier, softer way to, yeah. it's all, we're all at whatever speed we're going to go and right. we're going to do whatever we think we need to do at that moment. And at that yeah. moment for me, that first part, I was like, no. And then when I came at it, I was like, I couldn't think of anything else. Like I would be at the grocery store going, how can I talk to that person? Like, right. Like it yeah. was just it consumed me because yeah. I was so like ready to do this thing. So I think that there is not, there, there isn't a way to, I don't think, so this was a thing I also, Amy told me before, um, she was, she's, so great and so uplifting and says all the right things to me. I don't know how she does. (laughs) does. Um, She said to me, I think your biggest barrier, Tammy, is going to be skipping steps. And I thought, you know, thinking I can skip steps to get to where I want to (laughs) be. Love her. This is... this is Amy Frame, who is is secondarily my younger sister, but such a badass coach. I love he, it. Makes me so happy to hear that because that's such a a badass thing to say to you. Yes. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't. She. You know, she's she's mentoring a group of us. We all have very different personalities, yeah. different energies, and coming at her in a different way. And my personality is pretty strong, and I have very strong convictions about things. And I think I yes. know what I'm doing right. And somehow she frames it in a way that makes me hear her. I, I don't know how she. I really don't know how she does it. <laughs> but when she said that, and I thought. Oh my gosh, like how many times have, has, have I heard you guys say you cannot skip the steps? Like you cannot skip the steps. And I really want to skip the steps. I really do. I really want to skip steps. What I step just, would you have skipped? What would yes. you have skipped? Yes. 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 This, I don't want to do, I didn't want to do it. My nervous system was on overdrive. Like I was just, right. my heart was constantly beating like out of my chest to every person that I would walk up to. And then like I walk away and just, take a deep breath. But no, I feel like this, again, it's like, you got to go through it. I think we're all going to do it, right? We'll all go through the steps. It just depends on how fast you want to do it, how quickly you want to do it. Yeah. I want to knock out the steps. Like I want to move forward. And like I said, before we even started recording is tell me what to do. Tell me how to be the best coach I can be. And I'll do it. I just tell me how to do it. Yeah. So that's my focus. I've had probably like seven or eight mentees out of over 200 in the last four years who have had that same attitude. Um, three of them work on our team. 
but uh, where is the approach is, is like, Laura, if you tell me to stand on my head, I'll stand on my head. Because I, I, I'm just going to tr- decide to trust you and just do what you tell me to do. Because if left to my own devices, who knows what will happen over here in Laura land uh-huh. or in whatever. And I remember doing that to my coach as well. It's almost a relief. It's like, okay, I'm going to trust that these are the steps I have to take. I really don't want to take this step. It's almost like jumping into a cold plunge. It's like, I just got to F and do it. Just jump yeah. in. And then you're like, oh. It's so different than I thought it was going to be. Oh, actually, it feels really good. Oh my gosh, I want to buy a cold plunge and start subjecting myself to crazy cold temperatures. It reminds me of that. And it's the hallmark of an incredible coach is the willingness to do, to find someone you trust and to do what they say, because it cuts down on so much learning and time. Um, I have a fun spin I want to take our call on really quick. I equate starting a business to birth. (laughs) It is so similar, like birthing a child and birthing a business. There's so many similarities to it. And if you think about labor, women in labor, and you would know this more than me, but in my experience um, with my own labor and with being at lots of different births, is that if a woman can trust her body and relax into her body, the body produces much faster. Everything moves faster. If a woman is convinced that, she, it, that she's in control and she tries to control the entire birth, it goes slower and it causes more pain. Yeah, absolutely. True. Do you see any, do you draw any similarities with this, with birth? Absolutely. So yeah. uh, this is really funny. So when I, I actually thought I had won the challenge. I had, I really did. I the numbers that were posted were far below yeah. mine. And so and I was I was pretty confident. Like I was like I I won this thing. Because you were by by five like five times ahead. Right. So I when I when I saw the post on on Monday um that I hadn't won, I, I can't even tell you because I am such a competitive person, it just like the 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 feeling went completely through my body, like and affected yeah. me way I, I didn't expect for it to affect me. I was super, super upset about it. And um I called Amy the next day because I did think I needed a moment to like, you know, just like yeah. you know, so. And so I called her the next day and I um was very honest with my feelings with her. Like that's what's so honestly great about having a coach is that I do not hold back and I don't yeah. know she's not going to take it personally, right? Like she is there to receive it. However, I decide to give it to her. And that to me is like the best part of this whole experience. So I let her have it. I was very upset. I told her all the things. She taught, literally talked me off the ledge. Like I was like on the verge of tears talking to her so upset that like I felt like I was in this place that, and I, I wasn't. It was that whole failure came back into me again. Where yeah. Like, do it. And I thought I had. And, and all of those feelings, she completely wiped those away by talking me off the ledge. Let's talk about this, Tammy. Let's see where you are. All the things. And then reminded me of all the yeses, right? Reminded me of why I was actually doing this, right? It was, I'm doing this for my business. This is not, not about winning. It is about building a business. So once she did that, I was totally fine. I like what had been talking to her in the car, my grocery, in the, at the grocery store parking lot, went into, yeah, I was great. I let it all go. And I felt good. I was in a great mood. Like it's very rare that I could be talked off the ledge that quickly and switch back into a good, right. good mood. Just kind of like, fine. 
I can deal with it. But I was actually feeling really good. And then the next morning, I got your your mm. voicemail. And I felt like this was the exact example of letting it go. Like, just let it go. And yeah. I think, like, it was such a beautiful moment for me to be like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what coaching does. This is what it does. Like, acknowledge, accept, understand, let it go. Let yeah. it go. And let things happen. And that's, it happened so true for me that it just reinforces <laughs> and supports the passion that I have for what I do. Yeah, that's, that's a beautiful story. Well, I love that you, you're, this is, this moment on the podcast was the, the driving force. For the winner, we offered a $250 gift card and a one-on-one -on -one deep dive along with podcasts. That was, that was our, our prize. And, uh, but you were interested in the other things. I mean, that would have been nice, but you were really interested in this. And, um, this was already probably going to happen because of the number. I mean, because it was just so extraordinary what you did. And what I find interesting is even in that, in the, the roller coaster of wit, of thinking you won, not winning, your coach talking you off the ledge, and then it all working out anyway. Isn't that a metaphor for what business is? It is, no. this yes. is it, right? Yep. So then if, if you think of it as like labor pains, like your, your, your business is trying to be born. It's like, when that pain starts and the intensity grows, it's like just breathe and trust because grabbing the sides of the bed, screaming, trying to make it stop and control, it just prolongs it and makes it more painful. And I think that's part of the gift of the many gifts of coaching is that as life does that to us, we can start to recognize, oh, I'm in a labor pain again. It's time to relax and trust. Right. Oh, you know, it's happening again. I've been here. This this is uh, uncomfortable. I, I'd prefer not to be here. And also it's going to pass. And it's right. and who knows what will be on the other side. It'll probably be better than I could ever imagine. Um, it's so true. And that analogy is so great because like, like I said, I've been doing this for the late for delivery thing for many, many years. And you can watch women who decide that they want to do this without an epidural or without pain medicine, you can watch the transformation. It's the fighting, right? The fight, fight, fight. And then all of a sudden, it's almost like eyes glaze over and each contraction becomes this moment of just coping and letting it go, right? And yeah. then things, like you said, your body is able to relax. I mean, that's why we used to have Lamas, right? Like that whole like... Yeah. Breathing and, and, and coming into your body and letting it, you know, letting the pain happen. It's a normal process. It's really hard when you're in it, right? To say, Oh, the pain is normal. This feels horrible, but it's normal. Um, but when you do let go, your body does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. For the most, for the most. Yeah. Part. Yeah. Totally. Um, all right. I want to go back to the pedestal thing about you said like, how, are you coaching any? Did any doctors say yes, or did any pedestaled people say yes to you? Um, I, I've had yes, I've had some people that are smarter than me, quote yeah. unquote, on paper, and um, smarter than me say yes. Mm. Yeah, and have I'm you coached not, them yet? I have, and I'm not. There are no nerves. It's it's funny. It's almost like had I asked them before, it, it wouldn't have worked. Like, I think I might've been too, I would have been too much in myself yes. to, to serve the way I, I should serve. And now it doesn't, it, it's not a, it's not a factor. The only thing 
that matters about me knowing what you do in your, in your, for your, for your job, for your work is just so I understand where you are in your life has nothing to do with how I'm going to coach you or what I'm right or how I'm going to change things. Nothing changes. It's all the same. It just more information. That's it. But, um, no, it is, it is completely different. And again, it's kind of like, maybe I was thinking I I need to do this thing now back then. And I wasn't, I just wasn't ready for it. Right. Like my mind was not ready for it. And now it feels completely different. And again, I think it is that just that repetition of like asking as many people as possible, you just start to get comfortable with what you are comfortable with. And then everything else kind of just kind of falls into place. I. I found it as like the coaching is the great equalizer. So the container takes everybody off of every gradient possible. So smart, beautiful, powerful, rich, influential, all those things. Once, um, and if you can make the container start at the invite. So if you can create the container around you and the person you're inviting, you're already equalized. And then I started realizing I could take that anywhere in the world and equalize anybody at any time. It took away all pedestals socially for me outside of coaching, which then led to me asking for things I could never imagine asking for, doing things I never could imagine doing. It's like a whole new version of Laura erupted because I I, I equate it to, um, I stopped believing the lie. And I started seeing the truth about human beings that we're all the same, you know, same fears, same desires. And, and if I see human beings from that point of view, then there is no, no hierarchy of any kind. And I feel like that's kind of what you're, you're experiencing. And then your way of being is shifting. So people are responding to you different. Mm-hmm. Are you finding yeah. it anywhere else in your life? Oh, absolutely. Like I, it's, it, this has affected my, my entire life. And I feel like that was not the plan. This was right. not plan at all. I did not realize that when you become a coach, like you have to, you have to be more connected with yourself, be more honest with yourself, right? Some of these posts that I've posted, I mean, I've literally like fringed and hit post because it's so, it's, you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable place, right? Something that most of us are not comfortable doing, right? And it is, Laura, I have to say like watching you guys post, it, it, it helps, right? Because you're like, okay, they're successful. They're doing this thing. This is why people are connecting with them is because they're able to be vulnerable. That does make it easy. But in doing that, I feel better, right? Like you're, I'm not hiding behind this, this, this image or this thing of perfection, which, it, which we're all trying to do on social media, right? The highlight right. real social media. And so to come out and say, I made a mistake or I did something really stupid, whatever it is, it feels there's just freedom in it. Like I am not perfect. Mm. I'm not claiming to be perfect. And then I coach people and I would say 100% of the people that I've coached, I either directly relate to whatever issue they're having, or I know someone, or I was there. Like it's all, we're all, we all literally want the exact same thing. So I remember saying, there's no way I could coach like a CEO of a big company. That is the biggest lie. Yes, I could. Yes, I could (laughs) coach them on how to run their business. I'm going to coach them on their life, right? And where they are ahead and where they are right now, what they want. We could do that. And that in turn will affect their business, right? So I feel like, again, there's this, it has just opened up this whole 
this whole world of people that are, that could be at my disposal, right? Like nobody at this point in my, in my opinion is off limits to coaching. Like, at, and I also believe everybody could benefit from a coach. With that said, I don't think everybody's ready for coaching. <laughs> I don't yeah. you have to be ready, right? Cause there's work to be done. You've got to be ready to do the thing. But I do think it is just, I wish I had known about this. 10 years ago, because it just, yeah. it, it's transformed my life in a way um, that has just made me more patient. Like I said, more vulnerable. I think my husband appreciates the fact that like I've done coaching. It's a completely, I, I receive what he says in a different way, in a more open way. Like I'm, it's just, it's changed and impacted everything in my all. Oh my gosh. We should end with that because that was so epic. Um, listen to this podcast anytime you don't believe in coaching 10 to 10, 10 out of 10, and just fat forward to the end of the episode and listen to that monologue that Tammy just gave us because that is it. That's why we're all here. I think I want to uh, end the episode with one more question because you're so in it, right? You're five months since you're starting your business. Here you are. You're already having these revelations about the way that you move in the world as completely different. What advice do you have for nurse coaches who are still afraid of the no? My advice would be that the fear isn't going to go away. There's, there's no, there's, if you're, if you're waiting for it to go away, it's never going to go away. You will, I'm still, there's still a thing, right? That's back there in my head. But it's so much easier because I've heard it so many times. It's like you just got to get conditioned to hearing no and realizing it has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. It 100% has to do with them. Let them work through that. They'll come back to you later, hopefully, but it has nothing to do with you. So do it anyway. Do it anyway. Oh, that's so good. Thank you so much, Tammy. Tammy uh, is, I think you're currently thinking you want to work with women who are, are kind of like highly motivated. You had started out with these different like demographics and you're realizing it doesn't really matter where they are in their life. It's more of they're at that moment where they're like, okay, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired or I'm just something got to give and I'm ready. And that's yes. like the perfect singe point for coaching. Um so we'll be cheering you on, Tammy, for the rest of the year. Thank you so much for, for coming on today. And I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right, guys. See you in the Facebook group. Uh, give, give Tammy some love if you see her around. And we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>